This is Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Miley, podcast editor for the Plainsman, and today I'm joined by Elise Sappington, community reporter for the Plainsman. Hey, Mai. Thanks for having me on to talk about City Council. Thank you for joining us today, Elise. So last night was the first in-person City Council since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And it was also your first in-person city council. What was that like compared to Zoom meetings, especially? Yeah. Um, so it was super different. It was my first experience kind of reporting in that type of live setting. Um, so that was really interesting and a really cool experience that I was somewhat nervous about to begin with. But um, it turned out really great. And in terms of seeing all the council men and women in person, it almost felt like I was seeing the characters of my favorite weekly TV show that I follow every Tuesday night, you know, live and in person. It was like meeting them for the first time. And um, so it ha- it carried that kind of same almost fan ambiance to it. I felt like I was a fangirl. Um, so that was that was really fun. And it was also in the new city chamber building. What does that look like? Yeah. So that building is really beautiful. I've kind of watched as the construction has gone on, but had not been inside it yet. And so Right as you walk into the council chambers, there's this beautiful Auburn municipal symbol that hangs right above the council men and women's chairs up at the front. And seating in the room is beautiful. Everyone was spaced out, socially distant. And yeah, it was just it was really great. So let's start and talk about what unfolded last night. Mm -hmm. Nick Hayes, who's a member of the Historic Preservation Commission, his experience was kind of brought into question by Kelly Griswold, who's the Ward 2 council member. What really happened there? Yeah, so kind of what was up for debate is the fact that Nick Hayes, he's been ser- he served a term on the Historic Preservation Commission as a board member and this term has expired this year. And so they are looking for um an applicant to fulfill that position and he is interested in reapplying, so he's interested in taking up that second term. And what Griswold was kind of expressing his opinions about was the fact that he did not feel as though Hayes was actually qualified for the position at all. And so legally, there is a list of qualifications that kind of include that the individual must have an educational background in history or historic architecture, or the resident or the individual must be a resident of the historic district. And all of that would qualify someone to be able to be a part of this commission as a member. And Now, Hayes does not exactly meet those qualifications per se, but he does have some sort of stake in historical properties. He owns a property and has done some renovations on the property. So last night, Megan McGowan Crouch, who's the city manager, also made a statement in reference to this issue. Can you tell me about what she said? So Crouch was able to explain kind of on a legal side that this has actually happened before. So the same debate has occurred with another individual who was not, I guess, necessarily held those qualifications that were listed on paper. But what they kind of found in that debate was that legally they could allow someone who just had that type of stake that I kind of explained with Hayes' situation. If someone did have ownership or has done renovations on a property that was in the historic district, but was not necessarily a resident, they could still qualify for the position. And so that's kind of what happened here. And Hayes was able to move forward with qualification. Right. Eventually, they just voted in approval. Yes. So last night, Mayron Anders made a request. Can you tell me a little more about that and how it will affect applicants in the future? Yeah. So what's happening here is that Auburn City School Board Board of Commission is looking for a new member because someone's term is up. And so what Mayor Ron Anders was actually requesting is that these rules for 
applications be waived for an individual named Dr. Terry Jenkins, who has currently finished his first term on the board and is looking to simply go through with his second term. And so what his request would do was basically allow Dr. Jenkins to not have to reapply since he's simply wanting to fulfill his second term, which he's allowed to do. And what kind of happened here was that Griswold again spoke up and was in disagreement of the waiving of these rules. He kind of expressed that this would, I guess, displace applicants who, outside applicants who applied for the position hoping to get it and went through all this work to apply and hope for an interview and um, kind of dream about that position for themselves. And so he felt that this was an unjust thing to do since Mayor Anders did not express that they would be waiving the rules and that these other applicants would not get the opportunity to shoot for this job at all. And so that is kind of what was going on there. So what ended up happening was that Anders actually apologized for his late request of the suspension of the rules. And he apologized directly to applicants and took ownership of this lack of timeliness with the issue. So to continue, the baseline surveying and design owner, Ledge Nettles, actually was there and he suggested single family townhomes on Martin Avenue Can you elaborate about that and tell us the parameters? Yeah, so Nettles got up and actually talked to the city council and presented them with his suggestion for townhomes. And he suggested this because despite the other list of permitted uses that would not require him to actually go through the city council to get approval, he preferred the site to be used for single family units to either rent out or sell um, in the form of a townhome. And you also noted in your reporting of the meeting that the city planning committee recommended the denial of his request, but the council ultimately approved his request. Why do you think that happened? So it wasn't explicitly stated why exactly they recommended disapproval of this request, but I guess what I'm assuming kind of was the reason for the planning commission's denial was because of the current density of the location. So the site is located between an apartment complex and across the street from a single-family neighborhood, making the area kind of densely populated in terms of housing. Um, And so in order to maintain the area's housing density, they seemingly were not interested in the project, which might kind of compromise and increase that density. And I noticed that Beth Witten also spoke up about this. Can you tell us about what she said? Yeah, so this site is actually in Beth Witten's ward. That's ward number three. And she had very strong opinions about it since it will be affecting her ward. Um, She expressed her disliking of it, but kind of stated that it was the lesser of these other very unwanted options, which, as I was describing before, Nettles also agrees with this. He preferred the use of this site to be for single family units because these other permitted uses which would have allowed him to bypass the city council, he still didn't want to do that because these permitted uses were a kennel, a laundromat, and the kind of more controversial, not very loved ADDUs, which are academic detached dwelling units. And so Witten actually held the same opinion. And these were things that she kind of didn't want to express as an evil, but were the lesser of these other unwanted options. And so, yeah, that's kind of what her opinion was. And they ended up unanimously approving their request, so. Yeah, which was kind of surprising. I guess we expected some disagreement, but they very much did not want those other options. And so it was unanimously approved. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Elise. I really appreciate your community mind because my community days are very much long over. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Mai. 
This has been Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Miley, signing off.